Ooh, you are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. Yes, this is Keith Price, and we are here at Fine Science 54 Below for the Smokey Joe's Cafe Big Press Upfront. And I got to tell you, if you're coming to New York City, this is the summertime show for you to come and see if you need to see. Because these children, let me tell you, look at these. Look, you see, look, you see this? This, they were up on the stage at what, 11.45 this morning, singing and dancing for points. I got to talk to Joshua because y'all are jumping down. And I have, first of all, let me, let's be, I got to be fair. Dwayne Cooper and I have a history. Yes, we have a history. We go boy back. I remember when this child was doing hairspray. Yes. Way back when. Pa- way back when. And paying off his college tuition, if I'm exactly, not mistaken. Exactly, yeah. See? Hairspray paid off my college tuition. Right? They can't stop that check. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why they never let me go out. All right. And John. John. Yes, that's me. First of all, I feel bad because I feel like you, John, and, and um, Kyle, I don't know more about you guys, and I should because... Well, that's what's that's wrong for me. And now this is my chance to get to see you guys in this show. Tell me a little bit more about because me and Dwayne, we're gonna have our moment in a second. But tell me a little bit more about you two. <laughs> well, well, actually, Kyle and I actually went to school together at AMDA. That's when I first met him. Okay, yeah. so y'all a local flavor doing AMDA? Yeah, we went to college at AMDA, uh-huh. um, and then we've both been on Broadway for several years right. now. I made my Broadway debut in Kinky Boots, yes. the original Broadway company, and then I took out the first national tour as Lola and came back to Broadway as Lola. But it's great to be working on this show and doing something that's really dear to my heart and making it fresh and new. Right. Well, this is the thing. Now, of course, now Dwayne and I, like I said, we go way back. But Dwayne <laughs> has, again, I remember when I saw you for the first time like on stage when you were doing Hairspray. Yeah. And we had like met like socially mm-hmm. before that I knew that he was doing Broadway. And I was just like, what? what? And, and it was wonderful because you all, even though you may not realize this, as I was sitting here watching you guys perform, there is, y'all got joy up in these eyes. Is that what y'all are feeling every time you do this show? Because that's what it feels like. Totally. I mean, we're a family. Yeah. You know, like, and we've, like, since the start of this process, we've developed a friendship and a bond. And, you know, like, we have real moments, not only on stage, but off stage. Yeah. You know, yeah. I love that. I love it. So now, with this show, this is like you've all, you've had a summertime uh, what is it? The out of town tryouts mm-hmm. in Maine, mm-hmm. which I did see pictures because y'all's co-star Miss Dion and I have a thing. <laughs> yes. So I've been li- living for her pictures, and she's been sitting because she yes. has been. Yes. First of all, that's just awesome. But then you're also working with these amazing, like the whole cast. It's like y'all are all like the top of the echelon performers, getting to do classic work that everybody knows about. And then you're working with Joshua. Like, how, how, how exciting is it now at this point? Y'all have something to do this summer that's starting. This is, this is great, right? This is amazing. I feel so grateful to be doing it with these wonderful people. Like, uh, it's, it's such a me because this is actually I got my equity card doing Smokey Joe's. Yeah, like wow. I, I was still. Yeah, that's how I started. So it's nice to put a book in on this and like say, hey, you've done the work and now you get to this level and to be able to keep it going. It's, it's, yep. it's awesome. I mean, because let's be honest now, it is very difficult as people of color mm-hmm. to a get work in general that you can be proud of. <laughs> for the people in the back, in the back of the podcast. You know, don't get me wrong. I would take pimp number two if it came along. I'm just saying, let's, you know, because the bitch do got a bill or two to pay. But, but it's really nice when you just get to have your talent like this and just do what you want to do. I mean, you, you're trained in AMDA. 
<laughs> Absolutely. You know? Since I, I mean, I've, this show is special to me because I saw it when it was originally on Broadway with my father. And I don't have too many great memories with him. But this one, every time I got a show in my professional career, my dad would be like, is it like Smokey Joe's Cafe? And wow. so he's since passed away, but I'll never forget opening night in Ogunquit. I was like, Dad, it's Smokey Joe's Cafe, you know. But, but how fabulous is it? Like, it's a lot like Smokey Joe's Cafe, but my question was just, what did he say about Kinky Boots? <laughs> I said, oh, it's kind of like Smokey Joe's Cafe, just a little different, a little higher. It's a different cafe. <laughs> it's just in London, that's all. No, he, he loved it. Well, of course. I mean, again, that is one of the joys, I think, too, as performers, when you have that kind of connection with, with family and you get to share these huge, huge moments. So, again, if you were coming to New York, when does the show open now? Well, previews start July 6th. And then officially July 22nd. So you heard it. July 22nd, you need to come. You could do the previews, but give them a chance to like get their stuff settled. Because you know, the, when you're out of town, you know what I'm saying? And you haven't, you, have, you got to get back no, in. Get them tickets. <laughs> get the previews, the, the post views, get them tickets. Get them all. And come see these fantastic, fantastic. We're gonna, see, this is the thing. We don't have to cut anything out because it's still fun. But this is what I'm saying. These talented individuals here in New York City doing what they do and getting to work and making some money yeah. and living your lives. And all and jokes aside, I mean, like, we're not guaranteed the next day. So if you have the opportunity to seize the moment, you know, um, we get to keep this music alive. Yeah. You know, the coasters, the drifters, all those groups. And it's like and all, of, all of those shows that do nothing but bring joy. So thank you guys. This is amazing. Oh, thank thank you. you so much. I thank hope that you. I can't wait to see the show when it actually happens. Yes. And we're gonna be back. <laughs> and we are back here at Fine Sense Fifty Four Below for the Smoky Joe's Cafe Big Press Upfront. And let me just tell you first of all. Now these two people, I'm just meeting them for the first time. Max and Emma. I had to get to because I had to look. We have, <laughs> we, have, we have not been formally introduced, but. They brought her along with my friend here, Miss Dion Figgins. Yeah, sorry guys, I do know him from before. Honey, we have <laughs> me and this me and this girl. This is my boo. We have a history. <laughs> we let me tell you something. When I heard that first of all they were doing Smokey Joe's Cafe and it was coming back, I have to admit I did not know who you guys were right before. I have to be honest. But when I saw that Dion Figgins was involved and I was like, Oh my god, my no, only because I know her her and Alicia, we have a history. I was like why hadn't this happened sooner? And then it was like this, I get Miss Dion, and now I get to also meet now my Nuva, my friends Emma and Max, who are also a part of this thing that's opening when July 22nd. 22nd, but July 6th is when you guys are starting previews, right? So right, so first of all, you've done this out of town. What is it like now to officially be in New York City? Feels amazing. Yeah, It's absolutely amazing. We, uh, we had an opportunity out in Maine to, up in Maine, to really, really come together as a group. And, you know, we were, <laughs> it's funny, we were forced a little bit in the same <laughs> living situation, but it, but it was a beautiful thing, you know what I mean? It's like we, we had a chance to like get this thing on its feet and become a family and get really close. And now we're back here and we're just like, it was a springboard, you know? Well, back home in your own apartment. Yeah, uh, in our own bed. Okay, because I know you, you have a history of having shade go on with your apartments when you disappear. No. Let me. <laughs> Sublet my apartment this time though. You know, I just So so now though for you, Miss Dion, now this is you guys are doing this over at the forty second Street Theater. Stage forty two. Where when I saw you, and this is how we were introduced when you were doing the summer of Trip of Love, Mm -hmm. and I was like, Wow, because that was our first time meeting and I was like, Me and this bitch gonna have to hang out. (laughs) Because (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah because she was. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Legs for days. <laughs> Vocalizing like nobody's business. Uh, and I remember then that your your instant goal was at the time to make sure that when you're doing the next thing, you're going to be near zero. That was That's what we were talking about, about being near zero on the stage. Now she's on zero. <laughs> right? She is very much on zero. You know? And what's great is that we're working with a principal cast of, an ensemble cast of principal actors. Exactly. Rather. And so all of us have had the opportunity to really step forward and showcase ourselves in, in ways that people might not expect. Right. You know, so, you know, like a lot of people, a lot of us are having our New York debuts, you know, right. in terms of like being in a principal parts in front of a New York audience. And so I think people will really be excited to see this young, fresh you know, group of performers mm -hmm. bringing this classic music to the forefront and like giving it a fresh energy, you know, like people know this music, you know Hound Dog, you know Jailhouse Rock, but you don't know it how we're doing it. Right. You don't know how we're going to, how we're going to do it, right. 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 you know, well, so, you know, that's great. Well, you know, what, what I find fascinating though is because you are of an age that this music wasn't even a part of your original growing up lexicon. In no, 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 no. I'm talking about in terms of it, of it being of the day for you. This is not the music of the day for you. It's not the pop music of our of our day. Correct. But the fact you know, the fact of the matter is that it's timeless. This music, the the themes that it, you know it, we discuss here, it's like love and loss and perseverance, things that will always be a part of human nature and the fact that these 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 tunes are yeah they're so relevant these tunes will never get old yeah. you I know mean, the minute that you guys started with the first chord of everything everyone in this room was just like what yeah, yeah. yeah. oh i mean and at some point you know i i i am a woman <laughs> i'm a woman every time because i'm of a certain age that remembers the angelie commercial yeah. See, they're uh, like these. I look at these two. I nodded. I had no idea. These two have no idea what Angelie, Ange, honey, Angelie was the perfume was of the. Day. All right, Can, do, do you remember the Angelie? It Vague. was a perfume, right? It was a perfume, of course, back in the seventies, where the the woman, yeah, where the one the the lead woman came out and she started, I can bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan. And never, never let you forget you're a man, cause I'm a woman. Angeli, what? What? Honey, but that was the commercial that introduced that song to me as a kid. So it's sort of like, you know, there's all these wonderful, one, neat, small little pieces that you're laughing at me because you're like. No, no. I did a dance competition to woman when I was way too young to be understand really what the song was mm -hmm. about. But I remember being 12 years old and feeling so empowered and strong, you know. Sad to say, at 12 years old, I felt very, very, very empowered <laughs> with my Anjali. So, <laughs> but again, it's just, but what's great though is that how the music is connecting to all of you. You know, because I remember we talked about this, too, with the music from the Trip of Love, as well as like when you were doing Memphis mm -hmm. and how that just kind of comes out of these these periods that, you know, I'm waiting for y'all to do a Beyonce something, something, you know, but you don't have to. Right. We don't have to. You don't have to. Because this music is timeless. And I think 
audiences. I, I'm excited to have the opportunity to introduce this music to a next generation right. so that they learn that, because this is the music I grew up with. Right. Like, if you know, your parents were right. Mm -hmm. You know, they were playing this music at home. And right. so this is the music we grow up with. But the fact that we're still singing these songs, it right. just speaks to the legacy of the artists and the songwriters of that time. Right. Like, that music is, yeah. is the best. Yeah, yeah, it they is. They never date themselves. You know, a lot, of, a lot of pop music today, it talks about what's going on right now, like Twitter or they reference Instagram or something, something that will eventually fade, you know, and, and will be, you know, it'll just kind of get lost in the time. But like, I don't want to say these tunes are general by any mean, but, but what it talks about, the themes are going to be with us forever. Yeah. I love it. Well, that, didn't it though? I did not. But... I have moments, you know, I'm not <laughs> yeah. always keep. Put these sunglasses on too. Okay. <laughs> it's like, the, you can't see what's going on behind the eyes. <laughs> The mystery. The mystery. But again, what we do know is going behind the eyes is that these three, they're going to be singing, they're going to be dancing, That's right. and they're going to actually be doing something that we truly need right now, which is just be joyous. Yes. You know, this show is going to be joyous. So if you are in New York City, we're talking the middle of July, July, what, 20? And the 22nd is opening. 22nd is opening. July 6th. See, exactly. make sure people know that. July 6th is the first previews, but they're going to be oiled up and ready to go, honey, because they already had a whole part of the summer up in, in Maine doing what they got to do. We lobster and living our best lives. We lived our best lives ever. They are so not ready for the love that is on that stage. Like, truly, it is. It's so genuine, the wait. the bond that we built. It's yeah. so real. Well, I mean, they're not ready. Like I said, the, I the people you're going to see some of the performance energy that they're going to have at 11 o'clock, 11:45. Y'all are popping. So I can't wait. Yes. I can't wait until y'all had a full day's rest and ready for the eight o'clock show. Yeah, <laughs> no matinee. <laughs> I want y'all fully rested. <laughs> I love it, and we'll be back. We are back here at the Smokey Joe's Cafe's big press opening that they're doing here at Fine Sense 54 Below. And you've seen me talk to some of the reserved. other cast members. I know, it's reserved, right? Other cast members from the show, including my girl, Ms. Dion Figgins. And now I'm sitting here, luckily I'm getting an exclusive moment now, with one of my favorite, favorite, favorite singing Sisters working on the Broadway right now, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Alicia Umfress. Hi. Okay. All I know is when I heard you were doing this show, and I said, if she is not in the I'm a Woman number, the party is done for me. Well, all the women are in I'm a Woman, yes. so I got to be in it by default. No, but. no, but, but <laughs> I know if your voice wasn't in that, I would be very, very mad. Well, thank you. Thank <laughs> so you. So this is exciting, though. I, I've been so happy because every time I always see you, I say to you, I want to come and hang out. Let's, let's come sit and just sit and chat. Yes. I don't care what you're doing. You can just come and hang out with me. But it's so nice now because now we got something else to talk about. Yes, the show. Like, all right, so you're in the show. You're singing these great songs. Yes. What is it just like to be, because, you know, I got to say, who is it? Me, Brandon Uranowitz, and Jay Armstrong Johnson. Although those two guys can really sing very well. We are like, I'm a Sherelle for you, girl. I will be your backup singer because you are amazing. My very best, and as are you, but um, I love them so much. Thank you. What is, what is it like now that you're, you're getting to have this moment again? We're back on stage, you're working, and you're home. 
Yes, I'm so home. Soon. I'm so thankful for that. One stop off of the express. I get to be with my dog and my husband. And oh, that's yeah. right. I forgot you got married last year, yeah. right? Yeah, November. So, um, but it's amazing. I mean, the show. It's like every song is a hit. And so it's like it just burns so fast, mm -hmm. and it's 90 minutes with no intermission, and it's over before it even begins. And right. it's just like a, it's like a shooting star of pleasure. And then, <laughs> and then you're doing Joshua Bergazzi. What's how are they pronouncing his name, by the way? It's Bergazzi. The Bergazzi. I'm the, I'm like Joshua Bergazzi. I love yeah. it because. Much, but a Bergas is all right. But I have Bergas. Oh, yeah, there's a there's a million interpretations. I know. I'm sure, but, but I'm pretty sure it's Bergas. And it's great because this is his first time directing. Yes, and he's so good, and he's really created such a a warm, safe, collaborative environment mm -hmm. um, where he really listens to everything we throw on the table and suggestions and. You know, which is not always the case. So it's really lovely that he he has all so many great ideas mm -hmm. on his own. But he really listens to you know to the folks what we think because I mean, you guys like I was telling Dion, it's like you guys are all every one of you in this cast are all principal, like ready to go performers working in an ensemble, which is even better because all of you are such strong performers. What a joy is that for you? Well, it's amazing because it's also like it is an ensemble show. However, you know, everybody gets ample moments to shine. I mean, everybody has multiple moments to mm -hmm. shine, you know, like five, six solos a piece. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you look at it that way, that's more than if you were playing Laurie in Oklahoma. That's do you know right. what I mean? So it's actually kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. All I can say is I am thrilled and excited to have you back on stage in New York City, first and foremost. Um, I need another album from you. Okay, I'm right on top um, of that rose. <laughs> okay, because if y'all, if you, because if you do not have, I've been played, <laughs> featuring the songs of Jeff Blumenkrantz and the vocal arrangements of this woman, y'all are missing out. So get that. Plan to come to New York in July to come see uh, Smokey Joe's Cafe. It's probably going to be the the fun hit of the summer. So it's so fun. It's so fun. It's and maybe if we get a cute off-Broadway revival, it might move to Broadway and then we'll get to have you on Broadway as well. Hey, that wouldn't be bad. That would not be bad. I'm not going to be mad. Would you be mad? Never mad at Broadway. <laughs> Broadway. It. Broadway. Hey. And we're going to be back, Miss Alicia. <gasps> mm -hmm. So good to see you, Keith. We are back here at the Fine Sense 54 Below for the Smokey Joe Cafe's big, huge press up front. And again, the show is going to open, um, the first preview is July 6th, and they're going to be again opening full on July 22nd for what will hopefully be a nice open-ended run that if it does yes. close, it may go to Broadway. Ooh. I, I'll say it. I'll say it. You know, I will say anything on my show, honey. But this is so fabulous because, again, look at this. I'm sitting here now with the... This is actually, I'm very excited, this is his first time as director, choreographer, but a very well-established Tony Award-nominated choreographer, Mr. Joshua Bergaz. Bergaz. <laughs> Bergaz is here. Who, like I said before, is a part of one of these, this collective of, of dancer, choreographer, directors that truly are bringing like a wonderful vibe to the, the, the work that I see because y'all are making these kids, like I said, these kids are dancing for points. And then I have Miss Nicole Ortiz with me. Let me tell you something. This woman, I just met her today and this girl, <laughs> that voice, I don't even know where the voice came from. And it's like a joy when you get these opportunities to meet people for the first time and then they just zop you with that freaking talent, girl. You <laughs> Thank like, you. Just <laughs> knock the shit out of me with that girl. Thank Where you, you come from? How come I don't know you and I'm just meeting you for the first time? 
How is this happening? God. This I give God. it all up to God. But no, I'm from Newark, New Jersey. Okay. Um, I grew up in a family that raised me around a versatility of music that started off with gospel, soul, and rock and roll. So mm -hmm. this show is not a coincidence and it's not an accident. And, um, you know, my entire life, musically speaking, has just been a representation of voices and sounds that I've looked up to and that I've embodied as my own after discovering who I was yeah. through the those periods of time because when I tell you my musical um versatility goes back I mean it goes back to the Chantels honey we're talking like really really like 50s and it was because of my family being mm -hmm. so musical you know my my father being in a duop group and my grandmother being a jazz singer at one point in her life you know I was sort of like just <laughs> I was a product of my environment in a way, you know, and I kind of slicked around and I heard around and I was just like, I want to do this because yeah. I felt alive when I got to do it. You well, know, it, it feels like if nothing else from just a sample of that I got from you today, that that's exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Thank girl. you. That, thank that, you. I mean, I mean, if you want to do more, I'm sure you can. But if you're talking about just being right there and being just enough, yeah. sister. Yeah. Just being on the stage every night. I mean, it just it works out that I get paid for it. You know, it works out that I pay bills with it, but there's a therapy no but there's a there's a there's a really beautiful therapy to it yeah. you know because not everybody you know has a place to go to not everyone has an outlet to release and music was that and you know this kind of performance is that you know to make a connection with an audience that's never met you before and to be as honest as yeah. you possibly can for them to just get a little bit of who you are and mm -hmm. a little taste of what you're going through mm -hmm. some things don't need to be said out loud but they feel it right. and when that exchange is made you know it's it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful bond that's being created. I love it though, and for you though, this we're talking to Joshua, and this is your first official job as director, yeah. choreographer. Which I mean, as a choreographer, you already have a whole entire huge list of responsibilities, but then you add the vision of everything. How is that different for you? How has that been different for you? And how have you? reach that that challenge to be able to do this well I think that you know the most it's it's daunting at first to you know because I don't have that other collaborator that I'm used to having to bounce ideas off of and to tell me listen you know maybe let's go down a different road with this idea or with that idea uh, so I have to um, trust my ideas and then find the inspiration in the cast mm -hmm. and 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 I can't have a better cast to yeah. find inspiration from than this group of people I mean the fact that we got these these extremely talented I mean Nicole and, and every single one yeah, of them it's just they're unbelievable and what brings me so much joy about this show and this production is that we're gonna show the, these people to New York yeah. we're gonna we're gonna let New York uh, see what what these people have to offer and not just their talent but their personalities and let yeah. their souls shine but you, you know what I'm thinking though it's sort of like as you say giving the opportunity because Everybody in this cast has been a principal of somewhere, of some sort, mm -hmm. on Broadway. At least, if nothing else, the skills to be the principal. Right. And here they're now, everyone, are, you're all getting this opportunity to yeah. shine, yeah. not only as individuals, but also as this powerful ensemble. Mm -hmm. that, that's worth coming to see. I don't know about oh, you. Oh, yeah. You know? It, no, it's very exciting. It's, you know, when, when I, get, I have the pleasure of when the show's in previews and, and running, seeing it every night. Right. And, you know, I 
I could watch it every night. <laughs> you do not get bored because it's it's powerhouse number after number after number, and each one is different. Some are like are raucous, some are contemplative, some you know, and and each performer brings their own individuality to every song. Right. Well, for you though, you these are songs that you know. You've lived through them. So, as the actor, are you finding little places to hook some of your own life into those songs? Yeah, it's interesting, you know, because I feel like now I'm figuring out the pocket of who my character is in the scope of the ensemble and the story of the ensemble mm -hmm. compared to when I did it in 2016 mm -hmm. during the workshop, you know. In 2016, it felt more like, you know, a concert. Yeah. You know, and it was just a beautiful tribute concert, nevertheless. But now it just feels like a visual album to these classic stories. Like, forget that they're songs. Like, the way that, again, the way that it's been directed and the way the set list has been sequenced and the way that the energy has been positioned, because there's a science to this. And, you know, a lot of that science has to go into what Josh and the people who are supporting him are, are putting into it. The, the science that went into how every story dives into the next one, it's like, a memory bowl right. and it's like you're just going around this like pool of emotions and memories and so for me I started realizing that I am the only one without a love interest in this cast which mm. speaks beautifully to my personality because I do tend to have a very walls up world on an emotional basis and so that makes sense for the character and the songs that go to this character because by the end of the show you see those walls come down mm -hmm. and you see that okay that character is ready to take those risks no matter what it. pain no matter what joy all of it is good that's amazing you know? that's amazing well again like I said you have this man at the helm. You have these fantastic people that are performing. It's like the space is perfect for where you're going to be oh, to do this. Great. It's the, the, the right space in the city. It's going to be one of those things that it's, it's nice to have something to look forward to, I have to say. And again, you are also part of the, 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 the conversation that I've had with everybody else is that you're being responsible for bringing joy. This show has nothing but joy. So for that, I thank you. As a fan of the theater, I thank you of that. And at the same time, girl. And you. That was just a snippet. A snippet. And this is what I mean. Like, this being his directorial debut, he did a work on me, honey. And it was magical because when we really dived into, do we want to show that that soon? I'm like, I'm here for you. Let's do whatever. But then when I saw the culmination of it, I was like, you're so right. You're so right. <laughs> but that's so but that's what happens when you get to work with those happenstance Who geniuses. Who know what they're doing? <laughs> yeah. But you know what? That but that's a great thing. So now the other question is: is now that you have this on your plate, because as every good director, every good choreographer, every good performer, there's another project that's just right outside of opening. Is there something I can be excited about that I can tell people now that you may be working on as well? Um, well, you know, right now we have uh, the Royal Family of Broadway is running at Barrington Stage through July 7th. So check it out. I'm going to tell you. The word is, is fierce that I've already heard about yes, this show. It's great. We have a great cast. It's a high energy show. It's funny. Um, it's hysterical. Um, you don't have to tell me it's high energy. It's you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's you, Dennis Jones, Trujillo, and, and, and Gatelli. Don't come up to me. Dennis and try Stowe, he was in Aladdin. You know. 
Don't come up here and tell me that it's gonna, it's gonna be high energy. I know it's gonna be high energy. <laughs> it is high energy, I love and it's that. really funny. I love yeah, it. Yeah. So if you get a chance, check it out. Up in the Barrington, uh, Massachusetts area. Yes. The Barrington Stage Company. Fabulous. All right. Look at so you can get another piece of him and then come back and get the rest of him for the summer. I love it. Thank you guys so much. This Thank was fabulous. Fabulous. And we'll be back. Look for Chief Price's Curtain Call on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, and now Mixcloud.